0: Okay, so let's ask the Lord's blessing on our time. Our Father in heaven, we thank you again for this Lord's Day that we might come together and consider uh, aspects of your word. And we thank you, Lord, that your word is powerful and effective and that it is a means of sanctifying and edifying us. So we ask that you would do that sanctifying work and edifying work uh, in us today. And bless me as I lead the group. and This truly be a blessed time. For Jesus' sake, amen. Amen. Okay, so we are uh, in uh, the final... This is going to be our final uh, session on the humiliation of Christ, that glorious doctrine uh, set forth in uh, in the Westminster Shorter Catechism question and answer 27. And uh, over the last two uh, Sunday school sessions, we've been considering... The various aspects of the the answer to that question: wherein did Christ's humiliation consist? So, uh, just as a way of again reorienting ourselves, well, I'm going to go ahead and read uh, question and answer question uh, 27. So, question 27 asks: wherein did Christ's humiliation consist? Answer: Christ's humiliation consisted in his being born. And that in a low condition, made under the law, undergoing the miseries of this life, the wrath of God, and the cursed death of the cross, in being buried and continuing under the power of death for a time. So, by way of brief review, we can just uh, go through this the sixfold fold humiliation. Uh, we first considered the Glorious, the glorious truth of the incarnation, the mystery and astounding condescension of the divine word becoming flesh. Um, And if that weren't enough, he also was born into a low condition. It was not only that he took on a human nature, but he also was born into a low social condition, living a life uh, of peasantry in a small insignificant place, namely Nazareth. He was made under the law. We considered, thirdly, that he was made under the law, giving up his rights and privileges as lawgiver and creator. He subjected himself to a law made for creatures in order to redeem those under law. So he subjects himself to the law to fulfill the law for his people and merit the righteousness we could never earn. We also considered that he went under, uh, underwent the miseries of this life all the miseries of the human condition right of of hunger of of weakness of physical pain and temptation uh, yet without sin so we considered uh, briefly that he fully participated as a man in a sin-cursed world and fifthly not only did he merit the righteousness we could never have fulfilled under law but he undergoes the wrath of god and the cursed death of the cross Uh, We considered that he became a curse for us, as uh, Galatians tells us. He became a curse for us, the righteous for the unrighteous, bearing our sin and our penalty for our law-breaking on the cross, on the tree. And lastly, uh, last week we we, we considered and and summed up uh, the fact that he was buried, signifying the reality of his death, the sting of it, and how he underwent the real separation of, of body and soul. Okay, so to be sure, these are glorious, glorious doctrines that are to be believed and cherished. But uh, today, you know, for our last, our last session, I want to consider how meditating on these glorious truths, meditating on them, considering them, how they can be of benefit to us in our Christian walk. Uh, in other words, how can we begin to apply, apply these great truths and, and, and benefit, benefit from them? So I really want to open things up. I mean, I have, I have some considerations that I'd like to, to present uh, in this regard, but I, I'd like to open it up and, uh, you know, over the last two, uh, two sessions as, as we have considered these things, I'm just wondering if, if, if we could just share some, some initial thoughts about how we might be able to apply, apply these these glorious truths. Would anyone want to anyone want to start? Peter. I mean, the yeah. first
1: thing I see. I mean, I watched some TBN.
0: TBN. Yeah, Trinity Broadcasting. Trinity Broadcasting. Broadcasting
2: yeah. Because yeah. you were garbage, and so with, <laughs>
1: knowing what Jesus went through saved yeah. me from a lot of bad thought. I see. And, I mean.
0: So just. Just knowing knowing what what the Bible is really right. You
1: know, he didn't even have a place to lay his head at times. Yeah. I mean I can't figure out what these people are preaching. Yeah. (laughs) And but it's just good to be aware of bad teaching so that you can know good
0: teaching. Yeah, be exposed to good teaching and you know, this question is so compact and there's so much the question and answer here, there's so much there that, you know, we really just skimmed the surface. But Sure, just being exposed to, to right right doctrine. Uh Emil? We have a God who knows how we feel. People yeah. say God is out of touch, God isn't out. No. Christ came down. he experienced
3: everything that this world has to offer by way of temptation. Yep. He made it through it. That's why we say we have a mediator who
2: knows this in our sufferings. Yes. Because he's gone through it. There's nothing yeah. that we have gone through, no temptation in our life that we can say we've been tempted to
0: which Christ has a facing even greater. Yes. Way. So we know God yeah. understands us far better than we understand ourselves. Yeah. That's great, yes, that he... You know, you mentioned... Um, you know, that he, you know, he... He undergoes, you know, the, all of the sufferings of this life as a man. I think, you know, the idea that we can gain perspective on our own... on our own sufferings, you know, realizing that... Um, He's he's be, in every in any situation that we, we're facing. He has been there too, you know, And that's it's a glorious a glorious thought, and it just helps us g- you know gain perspective on our own on our own sufferings. Let me just get to uh, sure. yes, uh, Steve. What you just said about gaining better perspective on our own, which
1: I mean, even reluctantly reluctant to call suffering. Yeah. Yeah. The comes that
4: you, uh, you consider yours much smaller.
0: yeah yeah that 's right it 's not not to downplay I mean our suffering is real and it 's uh, you know, certainly painful but it, it is amazing that um, you know the apostle the apostle Paul, who certainly was acquainted with with real suffering of of, of all manner he can you know, he can say in you know Second Corinthians four uh, seventeen, for this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. So, you know, anything that we could can experience now uh, really does not compare to to the glory that, that awaits us. Yeah, Eric. I think um,
3: you know having the, the perpetual mind of a servant just like yeah. Christ, um, even though he deserved a lot more, he deserved all things of the Lord of glory, yeah. he humbled himself and made himself a servant to others. Right. And just having that mind and just remembering that, uh, that we are called to service to our family and to the yeah. world. Um, service in humbleness yeah. Um, yeah. could be very effectual in, in curbing um, a lot of the mental anguish that we have. Mm. Uh, Especially as Christians, you know, a lot of the times, uh, you know, in this world, you know, we are not treated uh, with the honor, at least as religious people, and we think we should mm-hmm. be. Um, yeah. Well, Christ was humbled in many ways, and he wasn't honored, even though he deserved that honor. Yes. Um, and and yes. just, uh, you know, always remembering uh, that we are here to serve would definitely um, uh, at least uh, make it yeah. easier uh, to do
5: the Yes. Possible.
2: Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yes,
0: Bob? Hold on. Yes.
5: Uh, Elder. Yes. Uh, for this vile wicked sinner, this old man here, until I saw the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ at the cross of Calvary, I think that we should really dwell on that precious blood that being justified freely by his grace through rejection yes. that is in Christ Jesus, whom God
2: has set forth to be the Mm. I
5: am justified uh, Yes. peace
2: with God. And what I yes. saw
5: when I surveyed this marvelous
2: cross, yes. I'm going
5: around it now for a couple of years. Yeah. I've just hit
2: the iceberg yeah. on it,
5: and that I see that we have now come to Mount Zion,
2: mm. the city of the living God. Yes. Where there's a innumerable company of angels there, you see.
5: Mm-hmm. And uh, we're coming to the living God, and I'm seeing that... Yes blood yeah. by uh, the Lord Jesus Christ maybe yes. five hundred billion times better than the blood of Abel yeah. who's called out for vengeance.
2: He mm. So by my trying to
5: bathe in the blood, in the Holy Bible, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of the faith was the
0: yes. joy in the sermon, the word joy was brought up. Yep. Was the that for the joy set before him. Mm-hmm. Hell mm. for a sinner like yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah, glorious, yes, yes. I mean, just to get back to the idea of you know suffering, and uh, you know gaining a better perspective on on uh, our own sufferings, you know, in, in light of, of what you know the Lord Jesus Christ went through, you know, um, there's that glorious verse in, in in Romans, you know, Romans chapter eight, eighteen. For I consider the sufferings of this present time not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. That's another parallel to that Second Corinthians uh, passage, and even in Philippians, Philippians uh, one twenty nine, you know Paul even calls it a privilege, a privilege uh, to suffer you know, for Christ's sake. Uh, you know, for it has been granted to you. And Paul writes to the Philippians, it has been granted to you that, for, for for Christ's sake, you should not only believe but also to suffer, to suffer for His sake. So there's a uh, you know, a certain there there really is a sense that our sufferings are, are sanctified in Christ. Um but uh, what, what what Bob said also just, just brings to mind. I mean, how how can we see how do we see the nature of sin better uh, as as we meditate on on Christ's sufferings, on his humiliation? Is is can we say anything about our perspective on, on sin? Or maybe how God God sees sin. Any ideas on that?
2: Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think, you know, it's that Christ not only um, underwent sufferings, uh, you know, through his life, but... You know, at the cross, he bears the wrath of God. He he bears the wrath of God and the curse um, that that really is due to sin. I mean, we see the seriousness. How how serious God takes sin that it that to remedy the situation, uh, you know, it it called for the incarnation and the the God Man and His perfect sacrifice to atone for for that sin. So I think. It helps us to to see sin better—the odiousness of it, the, the really the hatefulness of it. Yes, Bob. First of all,
5: we have to define sin, mm. and uh, we see in John three four, I believe, it is a transgression against God, and
2: when you go to yeah. the back of two, yeah. it says God,
5: the great God and Father right. of our Lord Jesus Christ, as pure I. Yes. Well,
0: yeah, I, I think in one sense it can be, um, you know, considering these things can, can also help when we are tempted to sin, uh, when we consider, the, you know, just what it cost and what it, you know, it took to remedy our sin, how Christ became the curse for us on the cross. I think it, it can also uh, aid us in, you know, when we are tempted to, um, to really kind of get a better perspective on on that sin and, and uh, you know, by His grace we are able to endure as He supports us and, and uh, you know, at times will deliver us from, from those temptations. Um, so, you know, it's also, you know, what about God's holiness? I mean, it does, this speaks about, you know, how He, how he sees sin, but um, I think it also, the flip side of that, it, you know, it really does demonstrate God's holiness, right? Um, as far as you know, his his attitude uh, towards sin, and really what it took, what it really took to accomplish uh, salvation. Um, you know, why couldn't God have just, you know, let bygones be bygones and said, you know what, you know, the sin really doesn't matter. I'm just gonna, you know, pass it over and um, it's. I I completely absolve you. I mean, why couldn't he have done, you know, done that, Frank?
4: God's, just, God's yeah. justice and holiness yeah. man's payment for yeah. sin. Yeah. none of us could ever make that payment right. because we're sinners. Right. As Christ, as God himself, yeah. takes upon yeah. himself the very flesh he created, yeah. then lives a life of humiliation yeah. where he is uh, treated with all kinds of insults. And then when yep. he goes through at his, at uh, that, that consent he finishes with the consignment, yep. he pleads with God to yep. so let this cup pass. He goes yep. after the to Sanhedrin. The very ruling elders, they should have known the scriptures, mm. they're blind. Mm-hmm. And here they do is they, they pluck his beard, they slap him, they spit at him, and then they betray him into the
2: Romans, mm-hmm.
4: who beat him so bad yep. in the face that Isaiah says yep. that he wouldn't even recognize right. him. Yeah. So here it is, God... Yep has his perfect holy son, the only way, yeah. he have here is a real innocent man right. giving himself over yeah. for my punishment. Right. And he was, after all of that, the wrath right. of God, which no. would have burned me up in a, in a second.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, no one, you know, no human being after the fall is qualified even, you know, to, to be a candidate to, to be that perfect sacrifice. You know, it had to be God, it had to be God acting because we could not do that on our own. And, um, I mean, it's just glorious what you just said. It, it does bring to mind, you know, that Isaiah 53, how, yeah. you know, it was the Lord's will, right. you know, from eternity to, to bruise him, to crush, to crush him, you know, for our sins. Well, and, right, 3, yes. 15. Right, right. From
4: the beginning. Very quickly, but yes. right there. Yeah,
0: we just can't get around, you know, the idea that, that, that for God to be just, he needed to condemn to condemn sin in the flesh in you know in the god man. I'm sorry. Oh yes, I'm sorry Sandy. Yeah.
2: Yes. 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 Oh, it's glorious.
0: Yeah. Yes. 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 It's. Uh, I mean, it's just glorious to think of. You know, really, the love of God that that compelled, you know, compelled this you know, the, this, you know, the work of redemption. That it's just um, the infinity and unsearchableness of God's, of God's love, mercy, wisdom, and power that uh, is behind this. I mean, it wasn't, um, this was, you know, the Father sent the Son into the world to, to accomplish this. And it was um, really infinite love that, that was the, uh, the impetus. Um, so what about, what about our assurance does, uh, does this uh, doctrine does it speak a word concerning our assurance of salvation <laughs> what do we think about that <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: just one thing the question yeah.
1: that you were asking before is why, do, why couldn't God just speak a race of people Right. Into existence. There's something about experience. Right? <laughs> Why couldn't he just create a race of people with his spirit without going through all this
2: sin?
1: Yeah. And there's something about it, it, us personally experiencing sin and redemption and death and resurrection. It's just like what you were saying yeah. before, the sufferings of this present age yeah. can it be compared with the glory that should yeah. be revealed. Right. And the King James says, in us.
4: Yes. Not, not to us.
2: Yeah.
1: But anyway, it's yeah. about experiencing. It. And also the thing about it yes. is, I go to the cross. He who yeah. knew no sin became sin. Yeah. Right? yeah. We were in Christ. Yes. He was a lamb slain from before the foundation of the world. We were chosen in him from yes. before the foundation of the world. We were in him before this world yes. was even born. Yes. And when he was on the cross, we were he became, he became with yeah. everything that hated him. He became that. Yes.
2: experience. Yes.
1: And when he died, yeah. we died. Yeah. And when God the Father raised him from the dead, we mm. rose in Christ. Yes. And that's my shame, yes. So. So yes. And I've died. Yes. You know, you have to see that you're, that you're dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what you said about, I mean, the, the mystery of, really, the, the, the mystery of why God would allow the fall, why why he would allow it in his in his sovereignty. Um, you know, certainly we don't have you know, that 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 answer it's but but it's uh, it it will bring him more glory. I mean from our perspective it's it's more glorious for for this to have been the way, you know, that things that things have proceeded. Yes, uh, Yes. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about the assurance yes. for me uh, uh, maybe Romans eight thirty two. Yes,
2: Right. right. Yes, yes. And
5: basically going yeah.
2: into that, he is the blood yes. of the
5: new covenant. He yes. is the ratifier. Well, Why he lived he could not ratify the covenant. It's
2: yes. by his precious blood and for the sister of yeah. the sister really of the life. Yes. And it's by his vicarious obedience yes. that's in truth me. Yes. His Indeed. Indeed
5: yes by one man's disobedience many were made yes. but by the obedience of one man yes the great Lord Jesus many were
0: made yeah. right. Praise God amen well you know just getting back to our assurance because salvation we could not have acted from our end it it would just be utterly impossible of course i mean this this doctrine really is really buttresses our assurance that it is god who has accomplished it and it is God who will see it through, and it is He who is working through us. And uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned that Romans passage. I think it's, I think it's worth just reading through Romans 8.31-39 uh, 830, because it is just so powerful. Yes. Yes. So, brother, I mean, it's worth, it's worth just, just hearing it in our, in, our, in our ears again. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us who can be against us if he who he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all how will he not also with the lord jesus christ graciously give us all things who shall bring any charge against god's elect it is god who justifies who is it to condemn christ jesus the one who died more than that the one who was raised who is at the right hand of our For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Just No height, nor depth. And, uh, you know, just consider the depth that the Lord Jesus Christ you know, went to for our redemption. You know, all of the things we've been talking about the last two weeks, the depth of that humiliation for us and compelled by love, that infinite love that, as we uh, heard John open up uh, earlier in the sermon, really, it's the idea that the Father wants us to, the Father and the Son want us to share in that eternal love that they uh, shared in that, Trinitarian relationship from all eternity. It's just, it's just glorious. So, I think assurance of our salvation is certainly one of the glorious benefits that we can glean from, from meditating on this, this doctrine. Emil. In sum the fact that Christ's humiliation has ended is the ground of our
2: assurance. Ah. The fact that God is no longer humiliating Christ. God, yes. Christ is no Yes. no the Father is an object of wrath shows to us yes. that we who are identified in him now are able to be raised up with him. <laughs> yes. addition, the yes. fact that Christ has died and has been raised up again shows that God has now passed his wrath. Christ
0: yes,
3: has satisfied it. Yes. Now he is exalting Christ.
0: that next ethic is question. Yeah absolutely it, it's glorious. All glorious
5: all uh, is Christ uh, Yes. That yes. Yes, indeed. Is
0: to yes. Yes. Well, again, Christ's suffering—you know—we're not in vain. Christ's suffering; he had the glorious end in view, and I think you know we also need to, you know, have that perspective as well—that our sufferings, um, you know, how difficult and and painful they are we, we must have that heavenly perspective that our sufferings are not in vain. Either in the Lord Jesus Christ, because as He was exalted and is exalted and is at the right hand, you know, we shall also be with Him, uh, you know, for all eternity. So that is our hope that we are born to. Now, um, there's, there's another, there's another real practical, you know, aspect to this, and uh, you know, Sandy Sandy alluded to it, you know, as far as you know, Christ's humility, His example of of, of love and humility. Um, as another, you know, practical uh, consideration. And, um, you know, we, we looked at, I have it printed there, Philippians 2, one to 8 um, which really does, uh, you know, set forth, Paul is, is exhorting the Philippians in this passage to unity, to love, to, to um, you know, full accord in, in Christ, being of one mind. And, and um, he uses the Lord Jesus Christ and his humiliation as, as that chief example. And um, I think it's also worth just reading that as well. And I'll Go ahead. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, Paul writes, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among you, among yourselves, which is yours, which is yours in Christ, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. So Christ is our chief example um, you know, for, for humility and, and obedience. Um, and it's just glorious that such a high doctrine you know this glorious doctrine of humiliation. Paul is using it in such a practical, a practical application. You know, and it's just um, you know glorious, glorious to to ponder.
1: One thing, um, well, I see a whole bunch of things. Yes. Before. How did God show us His love? Like yeah. God, you know, sent His Son to die yes. on our behalf. Yeah. And also, our you know, whom the Lord loves, He chases. Yes. Mm. You're going through life and yes. <laughs> not encountering any trouble and yeah. suffering. Yeah, it doesn't mean yes. God doesn't love you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, in <laughs> fact, uh,
0: yeah, if, if, he's not, if he's not disciplining us, yeah. then in essence... Uh, and also you know, teaching us not, a better way to live, not to yeah. live
1: according to the flesh, but yeah. to learn to walk in the spirit. Because right, right. there was no pain that we didn't, yeah. you know, when we sowed of the flesh, that we didn't reap corruption. Yes. We would
5: just continue to walk and live that right.
2: way. Right.
1: Let's do a
0: changing so
1: my
0: soul in the congregation. If you
5: read uh uh Ephesians uh which I read every day, four thirty to uh 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 Ephesians five one uh which is very very important in jump to what you
0: just did. Actually brother, wha- if sure, sure. Sure, yes. Uh I mean would someone like to read someone like to read I don't Okay. I'll oh, please, please. <laughs>
2: Yes, theory. yes. And basically, I think it's going to let both in this trap, clamor, be
5: put away, and yeah. see, be kind, tender-hearted, one to another. I'm quoting this. we one another. And then it goes into Romans uh, 5.1. Yeah. It says, be imitators of God, yes. imitators of Christ, mm. and uh, as Christ walk in love, as Christ has love-robed, <laughs> and then give himself an offering, of
0: yeah. Yeah. a, artist, a yeah. sweet
5: smelling, Christine Hopkins said that's beautiful, Robert. sweet sweet smelling savor yeah. unto God. the great the Lord and King, God the Father. it's can offer up that the resurrection yeah. was guaranteed because yes. he was a sweet self smelling mm. savor unto God the Father. It had to be, it was a done deal, mm. the cross of everything, the blood of Christ. Yes.
0: Amen. Yes, yes, brother, it is. Yes, yes. But it's just really astounding here that the language in this passage, the Philippians passage, you know, Christ takes the form of a servant. You know, we don't want to miss the fact that the, the Greek here is really denoting the, the, the most extreme form of servitude. You know, he's saying that Christ became a bond servant And that essentially became a slave you know, for, for us and for our redemption. It is an astounding, an astounding thought. And it really should be, uh, you know, an impetus for us to, to, um, to really love one another and, and, and serve one another and put, put petty things aside and, and really to, um, to serve one another, you know, in, in and through the example of, of our God. It's, it's just glorious to think. Our God, I think it's okay to say our God is humble. And he's he's demonstrated that, astoundingly, astoundingly. So, um, any any final any final thoughts before we uh, before we wrap this up? Any? Uh? <laughs> We're either
1: slaves
0: to sin or yeah. slaves to righteousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's God. right. That's right. Yeah, that's glorious, glorious, right? Oh, yeah. the, I mean, the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. Yes, we do. We either are serving one or the other, right? You can't serve but, two masters. But, 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 serving, but serving God is what we have been made for, right? And uh, that's where that's where we will, you know, reap our 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 highest joy, our highest joy. Yes, Frank. Well, oh, in a word of assurance, one verse that I
4: like a lot, and I dwell upon a lot is uh, Philippians one yeah. six, being confident of this very thing. Yes, yes. That he who began the good work in you. Yep. We'll perform it until the right. day of Christ. Yeah. Now, I was searching for truth many years until I came to Christ. Yes, I yes. didn't realize He is the truth. Yes. I am the truth, the way, and the life. Yeah. And doesn't know. And I said, He started this in me. If somebody would yeah. tell me you did want to believe me in Christ, today, let me walk away from yes. you because you don't know what you're talking about. I don't want none of that. And He started with me because so if He started no matter how much I do wrong, yes. he's given me first realm one night. But the main thing is he started it right. to me, so he mm-hmm. says he's going to finish it.
2: Yes,
0: he's
4: alive. I may be alive,
2: and sure. not
0: God.
4: So I find that a great assurance.
0: It's glorious. Yes. It's yeah. That. I mean, really, the Book of Philippians is, is just chock full uh, of glorious, glorious statements. Yes, it is Christ who, you know, has begun the work, and he is he will complete it. Um, you know. Work out our own self. Work out our salvation in fear and trembling, because it is God who is working and willing and working in us. It, it's just it's just astounding. So it is a tremendous, tremendous source of, uh, of assurance. Brother Paul. First John four says, that nothing god be God." Yeah. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. So on, with that, on that note, let me just close us in prayer. Our Father and, and our God, we again are struck afresh with your lavish love and, and, and good pleasure towards us. That would have sent your Son, your only begotten from all eternity, to enter into this world, to, to suffer, Father, like no other, for us to be humiliated in the various ways that we have been consider- considering for us and for our salvation. Father God, may you use these glorious truths to, to build us up, to, to strengthen us in our love for you. Father, our love for our fellow brothers and sisters and, and, the, and, and the world at large. And, and Father, to also sanctify us, to, to help us in our fight daily, moment by moment against sin. Help us to have the mind of Christ that was perfectly obedient. And, Father, may we be able to stand in, the, in, in that time of temptation, Father, knowing that you stood and, and endured uh, for us, and it is your work that you are doing, Father, in us. And, Father, you will complete that work unto our glorious, glorious consummation uh, when we will spend eternity with you in, in your presence forever. So, Father, again, bless us as we go out and and, um, strengthen us by your word and sanctify us by it as you have uh, promised to do so. For Jesus' sake, amen.